Hello, welcome to the Kaleidoscope, your portal to possibilities and soul-satisfying solutions. Get ready to embark on an inspired journey in a quest for a whole new perspective. I'm your host, Ashley Bernard, introducing people to the beautiful gems that they are. Every story, voice, and person are all a part of a masterpiece. In all our brokenness and colors, we are truly meant to reflect each other. So I'll be mixing and merging your creative thinking and intuition as we peek into ideas, philosophies, and mysteries that expose the perfect truth about you. So let's open our minds. It's time for the Kaleidoscope. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I am so excited. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite things in the entire world. I want to talk about one of my favorite things in the world. Actually, it might be my very favorite thing in the entire world. And that is my higher power. God, the source, the universe, whatever you call them. That's what I want to talk about. And I just wanted to give you my perception and personal understanding that has been created and molded by my own experience. And um, that's what I think is so important to understand here is that everyone has their own. Just like with the episode, what is individual personality? And in the episode, it talks about what creates our individuality. And that's the ego, which is nothing more than man's built-in impulse to protect his own individuality. And it's crazy because it's really made us set up rules and laws for our society, you know, um, but the universal creative power that is love had absolutely nothing to do with the setting up of human restrictions and limitations and laws of judgment of any kind. Because what I truly believe um, are the laws of existence that I um, have been able to kind of feel as just a part of my soul and was able to find myself experiencing the type of reality that drove me right to exactly where I would find them. And so I want to share them with you. And these are things that I believe are are the laws of existence. Um, And they go, whatever man profoundly believes himself to be good or bad that he will become. Whatever man fears others will do to him, so they will do. Whatever man hopes that others will do to him, he must first do to them. Since he is then creating a consciousness pattern which will return to bless him in the extent that he has blessed others. Whatever disease man dreads, so will he become prey to it. And he will have created a consciousness pattern of the very thing that he least wanted to experience. Whatever is set forth from man's mind and heart returns to him in due course in some form or another. Just as the law of attraction states, like attracts like. Those strongly held emotional thoughts are consciousness seeds that are planted within man's own orbit of consciousness. Like these are going to grow and like bear harvest. You know, you reap what you sow. These are our fruits of, get this, free will. Because, you know, we've all heard about free will, right? You know, everybody talks about free will in in the Christian community and inches everywhere. We just have this free will. Absolutely. We have free will. 
that is such a huge concept that I could not even go into it on this podcast because it's going to need one all by itself. So let's move on. There's no way that any man can escape what he thinks, ever, thinks, says, or does, because he's born of the creative consciousness power. And likewise, creative in his own imagination, therefore, always creating his own circumstances. So, you know, those who long for good for themselves must first give it to others in their existence, and then they'll get it back. You know, when such people are in harmony with all others, they are then perfectly attuned to the universal creative consciousness power, the source, the beginning of everything, the equilibrium of everything. Like everything in existence is consciousness appearing as different materials, um, plants, animals, humans, inanimate objects, elements, stones, metals, earth. You know, everything that we encounter is really this source, the source, he, it, I, and I really want you to understand that, that this is nothing to do with religion and everything to do with spirituality and who you really are. So I really want you to try to grasp what I'm saying and and be open-minded about this in the way of if this begins to offend you or begins to impress upon your ego consciousness, um, ask yourself why and just examine it because contempt prior to investigation is the route to ignorance. And although ignorance is bliss, I'm telling you, if you can truly grasp what it is I'm trying to share with you, it can change the entire world and it could really begin to allow you to experience the life that you were supposed to have, honey. And the life that that is given to you by divine right because of who you really are, you know, and, and I really want to impress upon you that what I am about to share with you has absolutely everything to do with the beautiful, amazing, majestic, powerful being that you are. So JC is what I call my higher power. I call him JC because I really, really love Jesus Christ. Only because as you know, when you look at all the spiritual teachers in the entire history, he's the only one that was like, he got the whole shebang. You know what I mean? Because I think that these other teachers totally had pieces of this stuff. You know what I mean? They're like, they got a piece of this. They got a piece of this. They told, like they have literally helped us put this puzzle together. And they have been these great minds that were oftentimes perceived as insane people. You know, um, and, and they have truly helped us put the pieces together. So I picked JC though, because JC, what he did, he he can't be discredited. You know, nobody can say he didn't come here and do that because there's eyewitness accounts that he did do it. I mean, look, we got the Bible, it's an eyewitness account. But then again, we also have to understand that what is in the Bible is nothing more than the perceptions of the people who witness it. Now, I want you to think about something really quick. There have been scientific experiments done about people's memory and perceptions. So putting into context the fact that if three people see the same car accident, they will all three have a different story. I need you to understand that. So I want you to really think about that. So what was being wrote was a perception from somebody else's ego consciousness, which is the lenses that they're wearing that gives them their individuality, their personality, and through their own experience, they are able to judge and perceive things a certain type of way. So with that being said, I picked JC because I love everything that he says. Like I love everything that he says. And I also feel as though I have a intimate 
relationship with him because there are times where he speaks directly to me. So it's so cool because I can hear what he's saying intuitively. And I can also, whenever I'm doing it within the eternal now moment, mindfully, interpret, understand, and discern exactly what he's saying. So one thing that he shared with me is this. Okay. So the principles of creation. Okay. These principles are undebating and completely consistent. You can try to question them, but you will find that you cannot. Okay. And, and there would be no such laws if there are no creative, intelligent power manifesting itself through the universe in individualized forms. These principles of creation, these characteristics are the creative power itself. This is God. Okay. Nature of creative power is growth. Everything living always grows. Growth is a universal characteristic. It is literally the natural order of things. Okay. The nature of creative power is nutrition and nourishment. You know, um, everything needs nutrition and nourishment. And if you think about it, nourishment is provided for all living things, like according to individual preferences, even. And, and like, it is food that's digested that promotes health and well-being. You know, um, when creatures or, or humans are born, milk is like already supplied inside of the mother, ready and waiting for us to get out. And science cannot explain why this fruituous function within the systems ensuring our survival would have originally come into being, which is pretty incredible. Another nature of the creative power is healing. Healing is a natural characteristic of existence. When you think about it, it's incredible because it's like a, a natural perfecting process, you know, and it takes place so that it ensures our individual comfort, you know, and, and no one can even explain what prompts the activity of healing. So the next one is the na nature of creative power is protection. This is a solid characteristic of the creative power. You know, our textbooks, our medical books describe all kinds of protective systems that we have in our body, you know, and, and, and you, when you think about plants and birds and animals, you know, they are, they are presented with everything that they need, like everything in, in their bodies and our bodies have been supplied with the greatest attention to detail to protect us, which this um, characteristic protection combined with the dynamic characteristic of fulfillment of our needs. It's completely apparent when you think about hair, like we have hair and animals have fur and feathers and it protects our skin and it provides us with warmth and it gives us shelter in the heat. And we have fingers and toes and animals have hooves and claws. And check this out, horses, you know, are, and, and cows are supplied with these long tails to like swap flies away. Ain't that crazy? And when you really think about that and how these principles were truly expressed in these small attributes inside of all of us, you know, and they seem so small and insignificant, yet they have profound bearings on the com on our comforts and all things living. You know what I mean? You know, these are luxuries, physical lux luxuries that are added to our basic design. You know, that is clearly the product of an intelligence, which intended for us to be comfortable and happy, you know, free of stress, which would have been experienced 
by man and beast if these luxury items had not been given to us. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, um, another characteristic of the loving, intelligent, creative power is work. You know, because it works for us, in us, through us. Its work is always, always, always prompted by love. Always. You know, this is a cosmic revelation and it just fills me with astonishment. I mean, we are truly filled with these little identical, infinitely tiny entities working in a spirit of cooperation and harmony to produce the various components of our body, our flesh, our bone, blood, our eyes, our hair, everything. You know, it's work. It's work everywhere. It's the divine intelligent at work. You know, and whenever you think about how these small functions, they work in complete unison to produce a planned objective. You know, they literally draw intelligence and purpose from the creative power. So next principle is survival. You know, survival is a natural characteristic of the creative power in every single case in the entire world. You know, the most wonderful provision has been made for all living things to grow. You know, to be healed of illness and injury. You know, we're, we're nourished in order to keep our bodies healthy. You know, and to produce our own kind, ensuring our own survival. You know, like, loving intelligence is hidden within the created entities of everything in the universe. And if you really think about it, the reality of God lies right beyond the visible, the visible world. It's right in front of our eyes, in plain sight, the very true nature of the creative power that is God. So another characteristic of the creative power is rhythm. You know, there is rhythm and operation in everywhere in the world. Everything is subject to the season. You know, whenever you look at the seasons and, and, and we, uh, we have the ripening and then the harvest and then the production of, guess what? Seeds which ensures survival of plant life. Isn't that insane? You know, and then there's the gradual dying away and the resting period of winter, but nothing created and living is allowed to become extinct. The sun and the moon express these characteristics within the universe. This rhythm could even be seen in females of living things. You know, everything in creation has its due time for appearance and harvest. It followed that man himself is subjected to the tides of growth and success and the tides of dormancy. Another principle is, is law and order. You know, it's an undivating order and reliability apparent in all of creation. You know, and it even governs these tiny entities, these cells within our body. You know, we're astonishing and far transcended of any human endeavors are taking place. You know, these little entire universes are operating under a system of perfect law and order. You know, and the most wonderful and glorious thing of all is that the very nature and function of God, of this Father created power, is to work in order to create joy, beauty, comfort, to ensure our well-being, to work within us, to provide interior joy, like health and comfort and to work through mankind inspiring each other with new realizations and understandings in life and like knowing that God is nothing but pure love and and just energy and light and 
and everything wonderful. Could you imagine if we could ascend our own consciousness? We would get to the place to be able to express through our own minds and hearts the very nature of this universal creative power. And then if we could reach that self-realization, which is truly what that is expressing, self-realization, who and what you really are, where you came from, the creative power that designed you, that literally with you, who you are, with your parents and the genes that you have, have a one in four trillion chance of being created. I mean, that's incredible. Oh my gosh, like it's mind blowing. It's incredible. Those are the odds of you being born. That is truly miraculous. You cannot tell me that whenever you put it into terms like that, that I don't feel like a majestic being. I mean, I am a unicorn right now. That is exactly how I feel. Absolutely. And you should too. Thinking about it, if we reach these states of consciousness where we become, you know, merged with this nature of universal creative power, we are going to reach a state of heaven at all times. We would, in, we would literally enter an eternal life of heaven because we are one with the creative force that literally is the same thing that's working behind the scenes right now. It's God. Honey, right now, think about it. You are sitting right there listening to me. And as you're sitting there, blood is pumping through your body and oxygen is filling your lungs and your retina is like imagining a picture in front of your face. And all of these functions are happening so balanced and perfect inside of you without any help from you. It ain't you, boo. It ain't you, boo. It's literally God. It is the creative force moving within you. Therefore, it's already within you. And one of my favorite things about my higher power, which is totally lie. Listen, I'm totally lying. Like all of it is my favorite things. So with that being said, okay, I was having a conversation with JC and I was like, Hey, yo, I want to know, like, what is God? Like, what do you like call him? What do you call him? You know? And, um, I was directed to the Bible and I use anything and everything as a, as a source for spiritual enlightenment. There is not any, any text that's off limits because I am so curious that I want to know all of it. I'm so curious, but let me explain something to you. So in all the holy texts, okay, God says his name in this story with Moses. In the story with Moses, Moses is like, hey, yo, like, um, these people are not going to believe me that um, I can do all this and stuff. Like, who do I tell them sent me? You know, like, who? who? What's your name, bro? And God said, I am who I am. It's not a coincidence that two of the most powerful words in the entire language ever or anything that you could say to yourself, period, as a human being is I am and then what follows it? I am. God said it right there. He said, who, who are you? He said, I am, babe. Like, I'm you. I am. Which goes right back to the law of existence. Whatever man thinks he is, he is. Or is not. So, when you say, I am beautiful. Well, what happens, scientifically proven, is that your brain says something. When your mind says, I am beautiful, your entire body, your every cell responds to that affirmation responding to everything that you say. There is absolutely nothing that is separated from all of this limitless 
infinite power. That is God, the creative source of everything. And we all have that divine piece of, of connection inside of us because we all are made of the same thing. Like everything has a connection, you know, and, and we lose, we lose that connection because of our own beliefs. Like we are the true architects of our realities. Like we experience our life just the way that we expect to period, you know? And so when I was, um, talking to JC about it, you know, I I think what the most incredible thing is, is in his messages, he always says, believe in yourself with your whole heart. Don't doubt, you know, believe in God with your whole heart. And I think the best is whenever, you know, he was able to rectify the story of having faith the size of a mustard seed for me, because it doesn't make any sense. How do you have faith? I mean, have you seen a mustard seed? It's ridiculous. How do you have faith that that small? That's ridiculous. And it's going to do anything. Listen, I've had that faith that small that I was going to lose 20 pounds for like ever. And I haven't. So let me just tell you that. But he said, actually, you're so silly. Like, that's totally not what I said, dude. What I actually said is this. Okay, check it out. What is a seed? Do you know what a seed is, Ashley? And I'm like, no, what's a seed? A seed is nothing more than a tiny microscopic drop of conscious awareness. I'm like, okay, that makes total sense. Like, okay. And he says, what happens is you bury the seed, you put it underground. And down underground, the seed knows. The seed knows that it is a mustard seed. The seed is never going to sprout out of the ground and become an oak tree because it knows it's a mustard seed in that tiny speck of conscious awareness is the awareness of a mustard seed so what it will begin to do is sprout out of this tiny seed and begin to clothe itself in everything in its reality that it can to create visible matter to then create itself into a mustard seed because it a mustard plant because it knows it's a mustard plant. It's like I'm about to be a mustard plant. Watch me. I'm about to. I know I am. Period. If you ever know something like you know, like you know, like you know, you know, we all have that. It's because like a dog never meows. It knows it's a dog. You know, so he said, actually, I never said have faith the size of a mustard seed. I said, have faith like a mustard seed. And you can move mountains in your life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much more sense because that makes so much more sense whenever you have a hundred percent faith, like a mustard seed. If we had faith like that too, I'm telling you, I would be a mustard seed. That's just how it works. You know what I mean? And, you know, and so that's another reason why understanding that all of these holy texts that we have, they're, they're all to some degree, absolutely correct and pointing us in the right direction. It's just that, you know, we're not taking into consideration that all of these accounts are giving, are being given by people's perception. And, you know, and we know how perception goes, you know, and then we have some of them that are being taken out because people are not wanting to let you know just how amazing and powerful that you are. You know, because the truth is, is that contempt prior to investigation is the route to ignorance. Why not be curious? Why not seek answers? And, you know, even if they're answers that, go against everything that you've ever believed in. That's how we grow. You know, that's how we, that's how we begin to understand and change our lives. And it's insane to me because I know that my creative power loves me. Like I know he does absolutely a hundred percent, but I also know that it's not a, he, it's not like this God in the sky that for me, that, that is like judging me. And, and so, and like, it's so, um, 
dependent upon forgiving me to be in, you know, in my life that I have to offer the purest of something for sacrifice. And and then, and then Jesus had to come and die. And, and that's exactly what is so wrong with mankind these days is that we have continued to perpetuate the idea that something that unconditional love would create its own creation, that it, that something within its own creation must die in order for our sins to be forgiven, you know, like I believe, you know, my God is eternal love. It's, it's complete unconditional love. It's the highest vibrational frequency. You know, um, when you speak, when you, when you love purely, you know, you aren't concerned about the defects. You know, have you ever loved someone and, and they had, like, they were so insecure and they had all these flaws within them and and but you looked at that person and you're like oh my god oh my god I love him oh or I love her oh my gosh I don't babe you look good like they're like you're just perfect perfect and and you can never get them to truly understand but that's because they couldn't see through the lenses of you and like you love them there's everything is perfect that's what the universal creative power thinks about you like you are this magical, majestic being. Listen, I look in the mirror every day and I know I'm a unicorn and I'm not perfect. I'm so far from perfect. And I'm, you know, there's so much for me to do, uh, to grow and, and to get closer to this creative power. But I do know a hundred percent that it doesn't look at the bad things that I do because it has no awareness of anything that it's not like. Like attracts like. And for me, that's why it's so important for me to continuously keep up my intimate, very close relationship with JC, because I talk to him every day, you know, and, and you truly have to invite in the creative power. You absolutely have to, because, you know, my, you know, father consciousness and, and mother consciousness have, have created our ego and our ego is what gives us our, our individuality. So because of our ego, you know, we truly bind ourselves, and we shut ourselves off from the spirit of the universe, you know, from birth to death, people believe, you know, that they, they, they just insist that their five senses, sight, hearing, touch, smell, taste, they correctly predicate their reality and their entire universe around them. And so therefore, <clears throat> it is done. It is so done. Our ego has created through our, our habitual thoughts, our responses to people and events, all of our prejudices and our hates, our animosities and anxieties, our sorrows, all this binds us and shuts us from the light of our own inner vision that is drawn from the creative power. You know, so then we enter into this darkness and we don't even know it. You know, and we believe that we're like growing up and becoming mature, you know, in the ways of the world, which has enabled us to forge ahead and make a good, you know, successful life for ourselves. You know, um, but the fact is that the more mature, you know, bunny ears over here that we think we become and versed in these worldly ways, the more dense our chains are and the thicker our prison walls are, you know, and 
and each chain is forged out of our selfishness and our deceitful desires and our greed and aggression, you know, like violence and rape. And, and these hang so heavy around us, you know, with the burden on our psyche, which is the creative consciousness power deep within you, your psyche. And when it burdens your psyche like that, you know, I mean, what can he do? But nothing. For he has created you and designed you so perfectly in all the ways we just discussed as a way to create your own reality. You know, I, I believe that for me, I believe that my God, my, my, my creative power is inside of me. It literally was so excited that it became awareness, you know, when the big bang happened and it was like, bam, and, and here's creative. And he's like, oh my gosh, I want to experience all facets of facets of life. I want to experience all facets of life. So all of a sudden what he did was he began to individualize it, the creative universe. It began to individualize itself into every living thing to experience itself everywhere. I mean, that's so cool. That's such a grand concept. It wanted to experience everything and then it began to experience us and all of a sudden we began to take over with our self-will because it made itself able to work within its creative power within all of the individual life forces that it created but it is a it is a hidden knowledge it is a lost wisdom wisdom and it is truly truly the secret insight that lives inside of all of you. It lives inside of me and it lives inside of everything that you see around you, all visible matter. It's there. It's God, you know, you know, in this aspect, we are truly being confronted with the fact that man himself was born with all of the potential to make a beautiful life for himself. Um, but he himself, we, we have indulged in selfish desires and hatreds that have created a prison of misery for ourselves from which there is no escape until such time as we realize these truths of existence, you know, all the problems of these harsh realities and existences that, that we lay in all the time, they are the processes of our own creation, our own thoughts our own deep-seated beliefs and resentments, you know, um, and, and we can truly change all of this by beginning to soak these concepts in and work them in our real life because it will amaze you. And this is not a original idea. You know, this is something that many people experience, think about and have expressed throughout history all the time, you know, and a lot of times they're called crazy, you know, we're called crazy. And um, what I think is so powerful about that is that who would not want to dismiss the ultimate truth? Who would not want to dismiss it whenever they stand to gain everything by keeping people in a state of eternal ignorance about who they really are? You know, it's so beautiful. But um, anyways, I think that it's time to wrap this up. I just want you to know that if your higher power is not what you're looking for, my higher power can kick your higher power's ass and totally you can borrow him. No problem. Um, I 
appreciate you guys allowing me to share my perception with you. Um, this is something that I will continue to share throughout my next few episodes just so that I can really help you guys get a grasp on it you know because I truly enjoy my relationship with JC I have a very intimate relationship with him and when I say that you know I um JC to me is a representation of the creative power within me you know that tapped in force that's within me but for for humans sometimes it's so much easier for us to put our faith into something else than ourselves you know we're being conditioned literally to um, be dumbed down and and ignorant about who we are. So I say JC because it really gets me down, and I love his message. He says all throughout his entire appearance that you just have to believe with your entire heart, you know. And and he says, you know, when the Jews were stoning him, he said, "Yo, why are y'all stoning me? Like, come on, that hurts." And number one, and number two, like, have you not seen all my good works? And they said, no, we're not stoning you, bro, because, like, your good works, because that was cool. But we're stoning you because you keep saying that you're God and you're man. And Jesus says, have I not told you that you're gods? Like, have I not, bro, have I not said that there's a God in there, too? Like, you're a God, too, bro. And I think that that's so cool because he says it all over the place, you know. Um, before his crucifixion, his apostles were like, man, what are we going to do, like, when if you're gone and like how are people going to be healed and stuff and and he was like hey hey chill out bro like you can do everything I've done and more because I got to go like they're about to mark me so I gotta go and when you really think about that he was truly saying that we could do anything we could do all that every bit of it are you serious absolutely absolutely and if you think about all of the of the teachers that have been here to teach us these types of these types of concepts or, or um, these insights, they all were able to do to some degree a lot of it. You know, you can't tell me that you haven't witnessed a miracle or seen something miraculous in your life. And if you can, then you should do me a favor and get up and go look in the mirror because you are a miraculous miracle. One in four trillion. Just say so you know, one in four trillion. You know, uh, one more thing. JC also says. The kingdom of heaven will not be something that you can see here or there, but it is truly within you. You know, that self-realization, that the creative force has never been separate from you. It's always been within you. You just must open the door and say, hey, yo, can you like come in here because I'm struggling? I really need you because every time it'll come, it will come if you open the door of your mind and truly allow yourself to examine your own mindset and to look at all of the things in you that stirs up, you know, an offense against ideas outside of your own belief. So um, thank you all for joining me today. Listen, if you could check me out on Facebook um, at The Kaleidoscope. On there, there's also links to um, Instagram and Snapchat and an email. And if you would like to reach out to me and give me your best constructive criticism of any kind, I would love to hear it. You know, I I want to grow. And so I would love to hear what your perception is of my content. And also, um, if no one has told you today, I love you. I truly love you. And I truly hope that this episode was able to help you identify with the amazing, wonderful, majestic, magical creature that you are. One in four trillion, you know? 
So join me back here next time for some more perspective for your life. I can't wait, guys. I hope to hear from you. Thanks so much.